Welcome back to all my crispy critters. Episode 10, Extra Crispy Podcast. And you guys know who I am? Your host, Troy Amador Douglas. (laughs) If only we were in an arena. If only I was a sports athlete. People cheering my name. But I am glad to be here with you guys on the X-Christy Podcast. It is the 10th episode. It's kind of late at night also. 1.06 a.m. Uh, I don't really... What's today's day? Um, I know it's a Saturday. I'm, I'm not really good at keeping up on days, like the dates. You know, I know the days of the week, but the dates, I don't know. I'm, I'm always off a day or so, but it's March 27th, and it's 1 a.m., I'm doing this kind of late because I was out doing stand-up, uh, did a couple mics, and then wanted to get this episode out, so uh, I stayed up and, 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 and I made it for you guys, you know? I prefer to do them really early in the morning, uh, 4.30 a.m. I just don't have the discipline yet, okay, to get up at 4.30 a.m. consistently, and and it's just lingering. Uh, this this episode, to, to for me to make it happen, it's just been postpone 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 because i can't get up at 4 30 a.m and i need to be up when my kids are asleep so when's another time period when they're asleep late at night 1 a.m and here we are x christy podcast if you hear me blow into the microphone it's because i just hit a stizzy and a stizzy for who don't know is a um a vaporizing battery, even though I'm not getting no ad money for this. <laughs> Anyways, it's a it's a battery for the for like you know wax, and you puff it and it vaporizes and it and it, whatever you know. Uh, my cartridge of the Stizzy is is not a wax that is 100% THC. It's actually one in one, so half THC, half CBD, because I like to get the medical benefits too. You know, I got a lot of knee problems. And I got a knee problem in my left knee that almost purely stems from when I fucked myself up at 14. You guys want to hear that story? Okay. It was the last day of freshman year in high school. And maybe from about the ages 7 or 8 to this day, I was able to do the splits effortlessly, right? And some girl was like, hey, Troy, do the splits. Show them how you can do it. In front of uh, one of my friends at the time, uh, when we were young, his name was Sam. Still follow each other on social media. If he sees this, I don't know if he checks out my podcast. Probably not. But if you do, Sam, I don't forget this day. Uh, Maybe he's the one who said it to me, which makes it even more uh, (laughs) sad. I was trying to impress a dude while trying to impress a girl. Um, and yeah, I went to go do the splits and it was something about the carpet of the, we were in a classroom. It was like the carpet, my shoes, my pants, they were too tight or something. And my, my leg just pulled like behind my, behind my knee, like that hamstring just went like, I remember feeling that and I kind of hearing that ripple through my body and I was like, Oh, screamed in pain. And my teacher at the time, Mr. Johnson, he was a brother. He goes, Troy, get up off the ground. 
I was like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, uh. And I scooted to the chair. <laughs> and I couldn't show pain to Mr. Johnson because at that time I was on the football team and Mr. Johnson was like an assistant coach in varsity. So, you know, I wanted to make sure I came off as a tough guy, tough kid. Of course, I was a jokester even then. But still, I didn't want to make it seem like I was a pussy crying about my hamstring from doing the splits. It was already bad enough Mr. Johnson saw me do it. <laughs> Even though I think he was a lineman coach. And I was trying to play wide receiver. <sighs> I don't know if Crispy Critters, I don't know if you guys watch sports or not. I haven't gotten to the analytics and the statistics of what my listeners are into. All I know is that they're in to me. And, uh, of course... I'm into you guys. So why don't we help each other and get your buddies and your family to subscribe and listen to your boy. Holla. Then we get a higher budget. We start getting some guests. I could take this podcast in all kinds of different directions. I just need my crispy critters support. Because everybody needs somebody. Reach out and touch somebody's hand. Make this world a better place if you can. And you can make it a better place for me by getting people to watch this, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because if Troy Douglas makes it, guess what? We all make it, okay? So, anyways. <clears throat> so, uh, just, just going through my mental notes. Uh, going through uh, things that I've had conversations about. Um, one of my friends was telling me he wants to get a dog and, uh, you know, we both have an admiration for this animal, uh, this breed of dog. It's called the Akita. Of course, uh, there's two types of Akitas. There's a Japanese Ainu Akita, right? Which comes in more of a orange and white color. Um, also in brindle. Um, and then there's the American Akita, which is, you know, uh, the original one is the Japanese one. The American one is the one that American ingenuity went into, you know. So it's a little bit bigger. It's more black and white, um, some gray. There could be some brindle. And those dogs are furry, you know. They look like a a big furry wolf monster <laughs> you know those things are scary when you see them in real life i mean they're scary when you look at them in pictures but when you see them in real life if you ever broke into somebody's house and came face to face with akita you'd shit your pants an american akita the japanese ones i mean they're they could get down but those american ones look freaking vicious um and you know i was just reading about the akita stuff like that uh just brushing up i like to, i like to research dog breeds you know i like to brush up like to fantasize for maybe one day I got myself a place in California and uh, I can afford to have a big yard and have some dogs back there. But before I ado- before I purchase a dog into my family and household, I would like to know the pros and cons of the dog. So I just do all kinds of research. By the time I buy a dog, which I've had dogs in my past, you know, growing up as a child and in my early adulthood, but as like a full-fledged adult, father head of the household 
I haven't had a dog yet. I haven't brought a family into this household yet. But you can bet house money. I'm going to know everything about that damn breed before I get it. And I already got my 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 eyes set on a specific breed. But anyway, let's get back to the Akita because this is what my friend, he wants to get. And I like the Akitas. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a definitely a dog that I've fantasized about having, you know. But the Akitas, uh, they're not really... I mean, they can be if they're trained really well, but they're not really friendly dogs to strangers, which you kind of want. But when you have friends over, first of all, my friend has an Akita and I go over to his house and I could tell this nigga ain't training his dog. I ain't coming to your house no more because those motherfuckers. One bite from that bitch is going to fuck you up, tear your muscle tissues, might even fracture your fucking bone. All right. So if you ain't got your dog trained and your dog looks like a beast and I know you ain't the type of nigga to fucking train your dog, I ain't coming to your house no more. I've been in those situations before too. People get German Shepherds and Pit Bulls and damn dog ain't even trained and shit. About to damn bite your nutsack off the moment it sees you. So train your dogs, people. Spend a little extra money, get your dogs trained. And, you know, the Akita, so they're not super friendly to strangers, you know. They're not like a Labrador. They're on the opposite spectrum of that. And they're Definitely, definitely not friendly to other dogs and dogs, especially that they don't know. And especially males to males. If you bring in a a, a dog and it's and it's a female and your kid is a male, well, we know <laughs> why it might act a little more friendly, right? But if you bring in a, a dog, it's a male dog with the Nikita. And that bitch ain't trained. She's about to get fucked up. One of those dogs getting fucked up. And depending on what kind of dog you got, most likely it's your dog. Because <laughs> the Akita is a monster. You're going to have to have a certain type of dog to go heads up with that shit. That thing is a monster. And uh, I believe American Akita, if you guys like to know, I mean, it could get up to 110 pounds. The Japanese Akita gets up until about 90 so large, you know, as the largest of them, you know, I think they could be as small as Japanese Akita, 60 pounds, an American Akita, 80 pounds. And um, which one would I rather have? I don't know. Something about nostalgia makes me want to have the Japanese Ainu Akita. But then something about just that overall fear that it will put into somebody when it comes to stepping on your property it makes me favor the American Akita. But you guys look at look at the dogs, look at the the two different breeds cuz according to the American Kennel Society, they're two different breeds. So you guys tell me which one you choose. Japanese Akita, Japanese Ainu Akita, or the American Akita. Which one would you rather choose, right? Um other things that I've uh, came across that t- caught my eye. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this guy, but uh, Chad Johnson, his name is uh, nicknamed Chad Ochocinco, played for the Bengals for many years. Um, he's a great 
wide receiver. The Bengals are a football team, NFL. So he's a, he was a pro football player for a long time. But he brought up an interesting point, and I've heard him speak on this before. So Chad Johnson, during his football career, which he made millions of dollars, he always bought knockoff replica fake jewelry. He wouldn't get the diamonds. He'd get the cubic zirconiums. The Rolexes, he would get the Folexes. The APs? <laughs> I couldn't even think of a fucking knockoff AP. But anyways, you know, he spoke on how that he didn't need to have these real jewels because people could Google him and see what his contract was. And they already knew he was rich. So who is he trying to impress? I mean, it's kind of genius. It's kind of genius. I mean, personally, if I had the money, I'd probably still buy it real. But mm. NFL players, I mean, he was probably making so much money, he was just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and he spoke about, the, you know, his grandfather. I think he says grandfather raised in that way. So, I mean, I can see. And, I mean, it's just smart, though. It's just smart. I mean, he probably saved a lot of money. Not uh, buying real jewelry. And he probably lost that money. And some of the legal issues he got into with domestically. <laughs> I love you, Chad, if you see this. But anywho, so, uh, I mean, I think that's genius that he would buy replicas. What do y'all think? Huh? You have a lot of money? You buying replicas or are you buying the real thing? I mean, who's gonna call you out? Somebody's gonna walk up to you and with the fucking little diamond testers. Yeah, if you if you if you if you BS and you say, "Oh, yeah, this is real," and you know it ain't real, of course you're gonna be embarrassed. But if you own your shit and be like, "Nah, it ain't real," but I still got money, nigga. Let me see your bank account. Let me see your checking account right now. What's your, what's your say? I got six digits of mine. What can they tell you? Eh, bada bing, bada boom. But I probably still buy the real real jewelry because me. I'm shallow. Ha <laughs> ha. Anywho. Uh, would shallow be the right word for that? You guys ever say words and you're just like, did I use that in the proper sentence? <laughs> Was that the proper way to use that word? Do I need to brush up with my grammar? Hmm. It's very possible. It's very possible for me. Um, if you guys don't know this, I graduated from continuation school which is uh you know the school they send you to after you didn't cut it in regular high school so my 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 education is skewed you think public school is low funded <laughs> what about public continuation school we couldn't even afford lunches We couldn't even know. If we, man. We used to have to share books. You ever had to share a book with a cholo who's on probation? No, you ain't never had to did that. But guess what? Continuation school helped me refine my skills and being funny. Most people who were in my class were on probation. Most people who were in my class wanted to be thugs. And you know what they knew about me? That I was the funny guy. 
All right. So I didn't really get fucked with. <coughs> Took a hit my pin. Humor saved my life. Humor <clears throat> saved my life in hard times. Well, God saved my life. But he gave me humor to use. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's fun to be able to do that. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not the only person in the world. Obviously, we're all special. We all have talents. We all have abilities. Okay? Some of us type fast. Some of us can read fast. Some of us can spell. Some of us can run fast. Some of us can jump high. Some of us are funny. Some of us can sing. Blah, say, blah, say, blah. All I'm telling you is make sure you're using your skills to benefit you in life. All right? <clears throat> I remember getting picked on. Seventh grade, I just entered junior high. I was 11 years old. I turned 12 in November, you know, September. I was kind of a call, a tall 12-year-old, seventh grade, you know, 11-year-old. And I guess there was shorties who were thinking I was cute. And there was this eighth grader who was just hating on me, you know. I forgot your name, man, if you're watching this. <laughs> but if you think it's you, it was. And he was big as fuck, dude, way bigger than me. This guy was 13 years old and probably weighed 210 pounds. I was uh, 100 pounds, maybe. And, man, I mean, he really did scare the shit out of me, but I had to hold it down. I had to seem unfazed. And he had his little crew with them, his little friends. And he was like 6'2". I was, I mean, maybe six foot at the time, but I was only like 5'7", you know. And, um, you know, he was trying to punk me, man. He was trying to punk me. He, he was, he was, see, I mean, obviously it came from jealousy, but at the time, me, I'm just thinking like, what do I do, you know? <laughs> I swing on this fool. He's probably going to beat my ass. But something just dawned upon me just to make fun of the situation, you know, make fun of myself, make fun, make fun of him. And then his friends that were with him started laughing. And when they started laughing, it was almost like he couldn't even fuck with me no more. Instead, he got like mad at his friends. Like, what the fuck are you guys laughing at? And over time, he kept trying to fuck with me, kept trying to fuck with me. But every time I would. I do the same thing. And next thing you know, he just came up to me just to talk to me. <laughs> he was just half trying to shoot the shit with me, you know? Like, I'm like, damn, this, this just progressed. I don't know, maybe because he was a young kid and he's he's evolving too. And maybe he came from a, I don't know, struggling household. I don't fucking know. That's most questions. I was trying to, I was trying to fight for my life, trying to get my ass kicked. Um, oh, uh, another thing I saw on the, uh, World Wide Web. Nobody says that no more. Uh, <laughs> see Rick Ross, uh, talking about how he had to quit promethazine because he, uh, I guess one time he was, I don't know, on lean 
and he was having sex with a woman. And knowing Rick Ross, he was probably thick. And he said that he fell asleep. Or you could say passed out. While while having intercourse with this woman. And then he said he opened his eyes. And he turns his head and she's just screaming like, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. He's like, chill, baby. It's just a lean. It's just a lean, baby. Chill, chill. <laughs> when your body turns off like that, you are close to dying. <laughs> so she's freaking out because your fat ass is passed out on fucking lean. Don't just be like, chill, chill. You should rush yourself to the hospital. But, uh, you know, I know Rick Ross is, this is probably back in the days, and he, he's on a whole entire health change as we all should be especially as we get older um yeah man i i've i've, I've experimented with promethazine codeine syrup before you know doesn't lean i'm a young urban kid of course i was influenced to try it little wheezy little Louisiana, you know three six mafia sipping on that scissor sipping you know, all the, all those different songs. Uh, who else is a big lean influencer? For me, it's people from before, you know. All these new rappers who do it. Um, new rappers don't really influence me as much because they're younger or same age as me. And I just look at them like, idiots. But when I was younger, like I said, Lil Wayne. Always had that styrofoam cup. You guys remember that? Put the Jolly Ranchers in there and shit. Uh, you know, maybe we want to try it, man. You know, I tried it a couple times and uh, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> Always made me sleepy. I see where Rick Ross was coming from. Uh, <laughs> we even, man, me and my friends, man, we even put the syrup on a blunt and smoked it. You know, how bad is that for you? <laughs> It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. We were adolescent teens. Shouldn't have been doing it. Uh, but you you live, you learn. You're just grateful. That's not what did you in. Um. But yeah, I remember doing lean with my buddies after summer school. When we smoked a little weed with it, man. We was cracking up, having the time of our lives. One of my friends was freaking out, <laughs> grabbing his chest and talking about his heart. <laughs> but the other three of us were crying, laughing. <laughs> and then I got sleepy. And then I went upstairs in my room. I think they left. Or maybe they just laid on my couch at my house. And I laid in my bed and I took a little nappy. Uh, I don't believe it wasn't for long, for like 30 minutes. But anyways, and then there's another time. Where we went to a football game, and it was freezing cold. Now, I think this is the time we put the lean on the blunt, and then we smoked that, and then we drank, like, some energy drinks my friend was trying to sell. Like, you know, that guy thought he was an entrepreneur trying to sell some energy drinks. He was, like, 18 when we were all in high school still. I, we might have been 19. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was 19-year-old senior. Um, And I remember, man, we were just 
I mean, another time where you're just cracking up, having fun with your friends, but we're at this football game and we are freezing cold. <laughs> and being faded, it like just, for me, amplified how cold I was, <laughs> you know? And I don't think we were wearing adequate uh, winter clothing. I think maybe it was just like a thin sweater or something like that. And uh, it was freezing my ass off, man. That's That was, that was another time. Um, But, I mean... I never really abused lean. So, you know, the times I have had with it, I mean, they're all fun. But, I mean, there's people who die from it, and, and, and it's not nothing to play with. There's a reason why doctors tell you two teaspoons. Don't, <laughs> two teaspoons. Don't pour half the pint in a fucking Sprite <laughs> with some sugary ass candy. Fucking blood pressure is probably going up the roof. <laughs> Or dropping or fucking going up and down. It's all fucked up. You're eating sugar. You're drinking a soda. And you're drinking <laughs> half a pint of lean. And probably had had a glass of water all day. Oh, man. That's why they just need to make all drugs legal. And accessible to adults. Because then you could put... You could... then you can help people out you know you could warn them better you could have better measuring better measuring systems um if you if you hear me pausing it's because i'm hearing stuff and it like i said it's late at night and, you know, I recently got my car stolen. I don't know if I said that in my last episode. But now, I'm, like, wary of shit in my mic. It's picking up sounds. It's like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Now, it might just be me rubbing my arm on the on this thing, but I'm paranoid now, all right? Have you ever been violated like this and had your shit stolen? Let me know. But when you get violated, man, people steal your stuff. <sighs> you feel violated. Somebody stole my car right from my driveway. I got it back. The police found it. But it's a damn shame, you know. It's like I'm struggling out here too. Not a rich man. I had a Honda Civic 05. But people are opportunists, man. People are opportunist. Crabs in a barrel. That's the thing about living in uh living in these streets, you know. The poor are still from the slightly less poor. <laughs> uh, go to a rich neighborhood, man. Jesus. It's not that hard. Take a bus. Ride that bus for twenty minutes. You'll be in a suburban area. Still from there. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Lord. Why you gotta take my stuff? Stole my LeBrons. Stole my children's strollers my son's rc car well just the controller but without the controller i can't drive the dang car jesus sorry god frustrations you know frustrations minor setbacks though you still got your health you still got your wealth all right um yeah but yeah it's been out here doing these mics too doing the stand-up uh and I love it, man. I mean, performing on stage, 
I don't know. I don't know if there's anything better than that. To to me, you know. I mean, playing sports in front of a crowd is probably fun, but uh, my athletic days are over before they even started. <laughs> but performing on stage in front of an audience, man, it's, it's a great relief. Creating these bits to make people laugh or to buy into the the feelings that you want them to feel, you know. Taking them on a ride. When it works, feels amazing. If you bomb, well, that don't feel too good. But if you're really in it to win it, you just get back on that stage and you do it again. Keep working it till it works, baby. You know? And, you know, in, in, in stand-up, just like any community or with any colleagues, you know, you guys build a sense of community with one another. And, and the culture and stand-up, from what I'm seeing so far, it, it's pretty fun. You know, it's cool. I mean, it's not like the hip-hop game. Motherfuckers is all hating on each other and shit. And everybody has to have this facade, being cool, egos everywhere. Like a stand-up, it's way more humble. Way more supportive of one another. I mean, not like they're your freaking parents. They're not supporting you that much. Not that my parents are supporting me in comedy, but. <laughs> not that they're too supportive of that, but, uh, you know, it's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. Um, and I just can't wait to keep evolving in it. And if you guys are checking out my podcast, man, when I have shows, you guys got to come out. I'm working to be a straight killer on that stage for you guys. But when you guys come out you and you see my set, I want you to take from it. I want you to take from it. A means of something to think about <laughs> well looking for a more profound word to say but I don't know I just I want to bring the heat I want to bring the heat I want you guys to have fun you know if you're on a date and you never made love to that woman I want I, w- I want you to I want to set the mood for you guys <laughs> go home make a baby shit if you've been with your woman for a long time, I'll, I'll, I want to set the mood for you guys. <laughs> Maybe you guys haven't made love in a long time. Now you guys have. I mean, now you guys do. Now you guys are are making love. All because Troy Douglas, he sang a little song, said a couple jokes, and it was a good Friday, Saturday, Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, Monday, happy days, Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days, Thursday, Friday, happy days, Saturday, what a day, cruising all week with you, these days are my, my happy days. <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know what day it's going to be that I'm performing, but did I just sing the theme song for happy days? Yes. Have you ever seen that show? Maybe not. That's an old ass show. But my aunt used to always play it 
when she was getting us ready to take us to school on a what was that TV Land or something like TV Land, right? Is that still does that still exist? Yeah, TV Land. See all those old school shows, you know. Um, I am about to wrap this up. I appreciate you guys stopping in for episode 10. I ain't trying to let the energy slide off like this because I want you guys to leave here pumped. All right, come on, man. Come on. Get it together. Listen to me. I want you to get out of here pumped. I want you to get out of here. I don't know if you listen to this in the morning or you listen to this at night. But what I want you to take from this is that you are going to do it big this week. All right? We ain't playing no games. If we messed up last week, if we messed up yesterday, don't worry. Today's a new day. Let's fit the script. Let's change our mind. Positive attitudes. Hit the gym. Hit your goals. Do whatever you need to do to make sure you feel fulfilled, brother and sister. All right? So once again, it's the T, the R, the O, the Y. Let me tell you what I want to do. No, just kidding. That's peaches and cream. (laughs) 112 peaches and cream but once again i am troy amador douglas this is the extra crispy podcast to all my crispy critters i love you thanks for supporting the cast we did it again guys another classic how at your boy peace out